This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Thank you for joining us for the ALC Daily Podcast. I'm Pastor Kenzie Joyner. And it's Pastor Benjamin Davis. We're joining you this week, and this is our Money Monday. And today we're talking about, does God want to give you a testimony about money? And the answer is... Yes. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he wants to yes. give you a testimony about money, right. uh, for sure. And uh, and that's because uh, money it hits us right where we're at, uh, all, mm. all, at all times. Question, would you rather have a testimony that I had no money and God provided or a testimony that I had plenty of money and God used me to help someone else? Um, that's hard to choose. I like them both. <laughs> I think I want, <laughs> I've had both. So yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the testimony about I had no money and God provided mm-hmm. is, is great. Cause that's like, it really, um, excites you when that happens. Yeah. Like you just see God move in that way. Um, and then, it's a great testimony when you have plenty and God's you, you see the excitement of someone else mm-hmm. when God moves on you to bless them. Yeah. It's a different feeling, but it's just the same excitement, you know. You know, I, I have to admit I never like having the testimony that I had no money <laughs> and I had to cry out to the Lord and he gave me some. Uh I, I I've experienced it many times, but it's it's not my it, it's, it's I never look the, forward to that. Not the default. No. But I uh, but I do always love having being the guy that gives, whether it's to missions, home missions, foreign missions, somebody on the street, whatever. Right. I like being that guy, you know. For sure. Yeah. Well, David had both testimonies and all this week we're going to talk about from Psalm chapter 40, where it, you know, it's really about waiting on the Lord, hoping in the Lord, expectation of the Lord. And, um, and so David in Psalm 40 verses 16 and 17, he says, but may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. And may those who love your salvation continually say, great is the Lord. Mm. So what he's saying is if, if you love God's salvation, he wants to give you the testimony that God came through for me again. God came through for me again. God mm-hmm. came. And he wants to build up at least a hundred of those. Right. That God yeah. came through for me again. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, and he says, "As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord takes thought of me, uh, and you are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, O oh my God." Mm-hmm. So David is writing from a position of need in his life. Now he was both. David, at the end of his life, was so wealthy that he was able to put up something like uh, like uh, several hundred million dollars worth of offering for to, to lay the, the foundation of the temple. All the material. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. It, it was it was a big deal. Yeah, he bought a lot. Um, you know, so he ended up wealthy, but he didn't start there. He started as a shepherd, no right. money. Right. Then it came into King Saul's service, a little bit of money, uh, married Saul's daughter because he, he earned that more. But then Saul turned on him and he had to go live in caves. He's back to no <laughs> money again. Really, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and, and so he went a significant season in his life, years of just needing the Lord to provide. 
Right. Uh, now he accumulated out there, but every time he'd accumulate, Saul would come and chase him, and they'd have to leave have to it move all. And you pack know, move it up, and yeah. Lose some stuff, and yeah, it's hard. It's hard to prosper when you're always on the run. And then he always had to pay someone so he could stay in their land. <laughs> he always <laughs> had to pay that, somebody pay to stay in their land while he's running yeah. from Saul. Right. <laughs> and then, he, and then, what cracks me up is David saved a city from the Philistines. And then Saul comes hunting for him there, and David asks the Lord, will the city turn me over? And the Lord says, yes, they will. <laughs> so the city he just saved from the Philistines is going to turn him over to Saul. Like, yeah, and so David to save themselves. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, it, it's so, so you can see why he wrote the Psalms and where, why he came you know, from these, these kind of things. Okay, so let's, let's talk about that just a little bit. Um, <clears throat> why do you think that God is so... Uh, working things to give his people a testimony about finances. I mean, wh- why do you think that's close to God's heart? Um, probably because it's close to our hearts. It's something we really need in life. Yeah. And so, so God, um, he wants to uh, initiate and uh, improve that relationship with us because finances are such a need for us, and it's something we just are always thinking about because we need them to live. Yeah. Um, but I think he wants to give us that testimony so that um, we not only trust him in that way, but we can trust him for other things as well. Mm-hmm. Because money to God is just a small piece of our life, mm-hmm. and he wants to do so much more. So he, if he can give us the testimony of that provision, then um, if, we can, if he can take care of finances and we can trust him for finances – we can get on with the real stuff he wants mm-hmm. us to do, mm-hmm. you know? So I think he wants to give us that testimony and, and show that he, he's proven in that area so we can stop worrying about it and we can really do the things the kingdom needs us to do. You know, I like to say that, that, uh, the first easiest, fastest miracle God did for Abraham was to make him rich Made him filthy, rich, filthy, rich. And and it seems like that the reason the Lord did that by Genesis chapter twelve and thirteen is so now let's move on. Exactly, Abraham. I, I needed to solve the money issue with you. Yeah. So we can move on to what really matters. Exactly. Let's talk about your heart. Yeah. Let's talk about your marriage. Let's talk about faith for starting a nation. Let's yeah. talk about you know having children, generations, and. And yeah. and walking with God, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And I'd have to stop and say, God, what about my house? Yeah, finance? yeah. It, <laughs> what about it, food? It, it seemed like that. <laughs> why do you think then, if God did that for Abraham, why does so it take us so long? I mean, why, why is the? I wonder why, where God did with that with Abraham, He just solved the money issue right out of the gate. But for us, it seems like that the money issue can be cyclical in nature. First sure. of all, and then. Uh, meaning it comes back and comes back and comes back and then a long process. Yeah. Um, I always look to what Abraham did when God called him, he just obeyed him and he went Mm -hmm. So like he left his home. He left, you know, the place where he was being provided for. Yeah. And he went and God said, I'm going to show you this place. So you just leave your people and I'll show you where. And he didn't know where, Mm -hmm. but he obeyed even not even, um, he obeyed God, not knowing where he was going, how it was going to end. So I think sometimes um, we miss God on that obedience level. Mm. And so <laughs> where our provision is, where God wants us to go, or what he wants us to do, that's where our provision is. Mm-hmm. But we don't exactly go Yeah, when he says go. 
or we don't do when he says do this or mm. give when he mm. says give. Mm. Um, and so it, it can be a, it's a cycle and we have to learn to, to be obedient and, and trust God. Mm. So like I said, it's, I think the bigger the move of obedience, the, the greater God will provide. Mm. Mm. That's what I've seen in my life and others' lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're chalking it up to, it's an obedience issue and we're struck. We're wrestling with whether we trust God where Abraham just like, yep, yeah, I'm going yeah. to a place where I don't know where I'm going. I'm just going. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. 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 I think that that's, like I said, from Abraham's mm-hmm. story, that's what I see. Like it was just, yeah, I'm going to do what God says. Yeah. And God, and God provided all that for him. And, mm. um, I've noticed and I've also been I've noticed and I've also been taught that um whatever the assignment God has for you whatever call God has for you in your life that's where the provision is. Mm-hmm. And so again if we're not obedient to where he's trying to put us or um call us and the assignment he has for us then we have to if we're not going to do what he's asking us to do like we're kind of just having to work on our own to mm-hmm. to figure out the finances but when we're obedient to um, what he's asking us to do and if we're doing the assignment he asked for us then it's like there's your provision i have it for you yeah. because i don't want you to worry about finances mm. in your calling and in mm. your in your assignment i have you know so really here's here's what we want you to take away is that god wants to give you a testimony that great is the lord mm. so he wants to give you testimonies like I tithed, I gave the first 10% of my income to the Lord, mm-hmm. and then he provided for me. Right. I gave an offering for this person in need or for this cause, and then the Lord multiplied it back to me. Mm-hmm. Then he wants to give you the testimony of great is the Lord. You know what? I just developed a lifestyle of tithing and giving to the Lord and obeying the Lord, and right. then he has prospered me beyond what I thought was possible. Right. He wants to give you the testimony of, I gave my first and best in my finances to the Lord, and then now he has made me someone who has access to give to others. Right. That, that's really what it's all about. He just wants to give you these testimony after testimony after testimony. And, and my encouragement is that if you will place God first, especially in your finances, give him a tithe, first mm-hmm. 10% of all of your increase belongs to the Lord. Um, and, you know, a lot of people debate about, is that, you know, tithe on the net or tithe on the gross? Well, it depends on whether you want gross blessings or net blessings, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. so, um, so, so give your first and best to the Lord, then give offerings and watch God take you from being the tail and make you the head with a, as a person who has more than enough to give into his kingdom. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. in person or at 1045 in person or on our YouTube with our live stream community.